Yo, this your boy Kid Ink, and you now tuned in to the Biz with D.
call it what you wanna But I'ma call you when I want it Bitch, that's a trench coat Underneath it's a bomb America's most wanted Everybody up on it What you gonna do when I put the pretty thing on you? Alvarna, and you're listening to The Biz with D. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning back into The Biz with D on my Fierce Wings Radio with your only on the mic, David wife is going on, people. Happy fucking Wednesday to y'all. Feels so great to be back with y'all. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because I've been gone for a minute, and now I'm back with the jump ball. First of all, whew, I've been on the road with Nico and Vince, Sebastian Michael, and Jason Front on the Once to Watch tour. Freaking phenomenal tour, yo, yo, yo. And that's why I've been going. I told y'all that, but I'm going to tell y'all again if y'all, you know, forgot while I was gone. But I'm back. I'm back. Back with a vengeance. And uh, we're in 3.0 mode, yes. So let me kind of explain 3.0 again for anybody that's new or anybody that's missed our couple installments. 3.0 is a short, 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 short installment, meaning that it's literally three episodes. And then we return. Um... Back in the fall time, actually, maybe a little bit sooner. We'll see, we'll see. But you know, there's something really, you know, sporadic and fun for you guys. I know that everybody's always wants content from me, so I'm about content. So content will continue to roll out from me no matter what. If I'm on air, if I'm not on air, if I'm dead, if I'm alive, whatever the case might be, there will always be David Dwayne content that is never unheard, seen, everything. So this is what 3.0 is, and we're giving you guys. Brand new interviews with Tamia. Y'all should know who Tamia is. Tamia has a brand new, spanking new album called Love Life. And it's a classic, smooth R&B album. So all my R&B fans will definitely love that album. Shout out to Def Jam. She signed a Def Jam now. And it's 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 a perfect album. You guys got to go get it. Like, I mean, fucking download it right now on iTunes, Amazon. Whatever you need to do, get into it real quick. Because y'all got to fill these records out before we roll these interviews. Understand that it's just that dope, okay? Now, we also have Tyra B. Now, I know y'all are thinking, Tyra B, Tyra B. Does that name sound familiar to me? Yes, it does, because Tyra B, you know, country boys, giving me a rush. Yeah, she's back, and she is more so herself now with the upcoming project, Ty Sexual with the banger, T. 
tease is out right now. We'll tease out, not trisexual. Basically, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, you know, her, you know, being, you know, not comfortable with how the industry wanted her to conform herself to what she was not and what she is now, uh, revealing, you know, now her coming back that she is, in fact, lesbian, you know, LGB community, and all that good stuff right there. Shout outs to y'all because I say, you know, LGB, gay, straight, asexual, whatever, sexual, tisexual, you know, I say that we're all a people. We're all, we're all people, and we all have a voice. So if that's the path that we choose, so be it, and, you know, be free. Be freaking fracking free. And then we also welcome Music Soul Childs. New brand, The Hustle On. Yes, yes, yes. Brand new album, Hustle Music, is out. You guys got to go check it out. Check out these videos, because, yo, like... He got dancers with this brand and a live band too, so it's real funky, real not not what everybody else would typically like from him. Period. As music's old child, the hustle. We won't say the hustle because we show respect, okay? Um, within this new endeavor, but you know what I say? You know, there's gonna be stuff that people don't like. I mean, you guys listen to this kind of stuff anyway, so why not like it from the hustle? <laughs> So, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's what's going down tonight. But we've got some entertainment news, okay? Because, first of all, Omarion has been doing the damn thing with this supposed-to-be album. I mean, record. But is this album doing what it's supposed to be? I don't know. I, that's no here, no there. I don't know what the what the chart sales of that are. But guess what? Supposed to be remains still in the top ten on Billboard and everything else right there. So, shout-outs to Omarion. But Omarion has a new single that features Kid Ink and French Montana, I'm Up. You guys got to check it out because he's definitely doing the damn thing. And I like the fact that he's staying consistent as he's shooting the new season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which is, I believe, is scheduled to air out this fall. Uh, for my understanding, don't ask me the date because I don't know the date. And if, and if I did, I can't tell y'all that. But he's also joining, um, getting on the Chris Brown tour, uh, One Hell of a Night. Which kicks off in August, which actually has Kid Ink as well. So, is there a possibility that Kid Ink will get on stage with Omariana and do that song? Possible. Will Chris Brown, in fact, do supposed to be with Omariana? Is the real question. Is what people are definitely asking. We'll have to see. We would definitely have to see. Now, I know there's a lot of sparking questions about this Little Wayne signing with Jay Z. Okay, um, Little Wayne announced on stage. Um, during the KMEL Summer Jam in Oakland that I just signed a deal with my motherfucking idol, Jay-Z. He told the crowd, okay? Now, the question is, is it with Rock Nation or is it just the situation with Tidal? Because he does have a partnership with Tidal. He just released a single, Glory, um, that is on the upcoming album, Free Weezy, um, that will be through um, Tidal. Um, so you guys have to subscribe to Title. It's only $9.99. Um, you're also doing a, an exclusive performance for the subscribers really soon. So keep it locked right there. And also, speaking of music, stuff like that, Drake and the game shot the music video for 100 uh, in Compton this past week. Um, and listen, they had the streets of Compton buzzing. I mean, everybody and their mother was out there for sure. Like, I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm thinking, like, damn, why can't y'all have shot this video while 
I was in town and around and about and everything else there. But, you know, things happen. But, listen, it's a hot single. Sure, the video's going to be dope. I honestly like their music, though, overall. So, I mean, even if it was whack, I would still turn it on and say, bump it. Let's turn it on because it's it's Drake and it's, you know, a game. But they always, always hands down do the best work. So anyway, guys, that was entertainment news, and um, let's get let's re-roll that came a show hard to do because y'all know I fucking love that song to death. And then we're gonna get into these interviews. So sit back, relax, and um, enjoy the sounds, baby. And thanks for y'all for tuning back in because um, we gonna give y'all some hot shit.
Everything that I do is my first name. These hoes chase bread. Aw, damn, she got a bird brain. Ain't nothing but trilling me. Aw, man, silly me. I just bought a crib, three stories. That bitch a trilogy. And you know I'm rolling weed and sucking up the ozone. I got a bitch that text me. She ain't got no clothes on. And then another one text me. Yo ass next. And I'ma text your ass back like I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Got a million things on my mind, executive deals on mine, limited amount of time, chasing these dollar signs, and you ain't on your grind. You might to find me up in the MGM casino in the deep, deep. Fucking off Fetty, I could have put on property. From the base of the murder mission, my niggas put murder mission. She choosing, that's her decision. Free my niggas in prison. On the phone with a bitch who can't do shit for a pimp, but make a nigga hella rich. Hella rich. Got a blunt and my dental, one hemp and a rental. On my way to Sacramento, late night, Arsenio. Arsenio. I'm never sentimental, go hard or go homeless. Really hardly a chromeless. Uh. You might end up domeless. Uh. I bet you she in me. Her cheddar she giving I'm me. I'm stand outside forever like the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Rest in pimp, pimp, sleep. Underground king of the south. I raise my side phone up and pop some drink in my mouth. Oh. Why you always coming around with bad news? Bad news. Say you want me to win, but hope I lose. Hope I lose. Never rock with other niggas in the crew. crew. But them niggas cool. cool. It's just that. Bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Uh uh-uh. uh. You little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I got a new chick that I gotta thank God for. I got a new whip that I gotta thank the lot for. Yeah, I got a lot, but want a lot more. Yeah, we in the building, but I'm trying to take it to the top flow. I swear I hear some new bullshit every day I'm waking up. It seems like nowadays everybody breaking up. That shit could break it down if you lose a good girl. I guess you need a bad bitch to come around and make it up. I guess drama makes for the best content. Everything got a bad side, even the content. Now you're drinking till you're unconscious. Feel me when you get a fine bitch, but don't forget to read the fine print. Life got me meditating like I'm in the Himalayas. Keep a G with the L on me like the elevator. Yeah, I know that karma too real, so I hope you're doing cool. But still, stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Like we strike, boy I can ride around all night 
I realized that um, I, I just couldn't do that. I, I can't pretend to be somebody that I'm not. So um, I eventually ended up leaving my label uh, due to a couple of reasons, creative differences and, of course, my sexuality. They uh, They really didn't know how to... I guess, work with my image the way that I wanted to portray myself, and that was as myself. Um, so I ended up just leaving the label, and now I'm uh, I'm independent, and I'm feeling really good about it because I get to do my music the way I want to. I get to sing whatever I want to and, and be myself. feels good. Absolutely. I know that's right. And I've got to say, I'm glad that, you know, you got out of that situation for the, you know, various reasons, which which, of course, is very legitimate. And I don't think a lot of people understand. You know, I think people, you know, think, oh, my goodness, you know, you get signed to this label, you get, you have this big radio budget, you have this, that, and the third, just go with what they're saying. But a lot of people don't understand that there is a gift and there's a curse within those contracts and what they try to make you do. Exactly. And like I said, me being so young, I didn't have – um, the proper team around me at the time to kind of guide me in the direction that I should have gone in as far as paperwork goes. So I was I was kind of stuck up until about 2012. So I sat um, for like three or four years just battling with the label trying to get out, and that's why um, I pretty much disappeared from where I, you know from the industry and from the scene because I was I was dealing with that and I couldn't really release a lot of different things um, because of that paperwork. So. Um, I'm just happy that I got out, and and now that I'm I'm here, like you said, I'm back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And can we talk about the record "Still in Love" um, and the concept behind that? Because I love the fact that with that record and what it's really about, it's very open. But of course, at that time, no one knew how really personal that was. When you you know when you wrote that record, you know, kind of you know give the listeners, you know, like where you at at that time. Okay. Well, um what I love the most about Still in Love is that everybody could relate to it. Um I had people calling me all the time and, and sending me uh emails and messages saying that I, I saved their marriage with Still in Love, stuff like that. So I I've always loved that record. Um and the song came about I was actually in high school. Um and what it was it was right after high school, it was like around the time I had just gotten signed. I was with um I was with the my high school sweetheart. Uh she was she was, it was a girl and um I actually cheated on her and uh, she found out about it. And, you know, trying to get her trust back was was really hard because, you know, in any situation, mm-hmm. in any relationship, when you lose the trust, um, pretty much any relationship is doomed after that. So, um you know, for me, when I when I cheated, it meant nothing. It was just a slip up. It was a mistake. Um, but it was really hard to convince her that you know I still loved her with all my heart. You know, so we eventually broke up um, due to that situation. So it was just about remorse and regret. And um, yeah, I I hold that song really close to my heart, man. Every time I perform it now, um, it brings me back to that moment in my life. Right, and do do you still keep in touch with um your ex that that song's about, or have you talked to her since you know that record came out? You know, we're actually really good friends now, and um she's she's actually engaged. She has two kids now. She's with a guy, and um wow, you know, I'm happy for her. She's what's funny is that she's my sister's best friend now. Um, they got they got so close back then that you know. 
um, they became close friends. They, they're both back in Virginia, so I'm out of the picture, obviously, because I live in Atlanta now. Um, but we're right. really we're really cool now. Yeah. That's what's up. And let's talk about, you know, being from Virginia and growing up there and, you know, making that transition over to Atlanta now where you reside. You know, how would you say, you know, life in uh, Virginia was to now life to Atlanta? Like, how would you compare or say they're, they're different? Well, I'm from Petersburg, Virginia, which is a super small town. <laughs> uh, it's about, <laughs> I guess, what, 25 miles south of Richmond. And um, okay. it was, you know, it was it was a small town, but I actually had a lot of support back then. I started in a group. Um, I was actually nine years old when the group started, and uh, we did a lot of different things around the city, and we had, like, um, a really cool following. All the little kids came to all our shows, and we signed autographs and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it was surreal being so young, you know, so um I got a, a little taste of, like, baby fame <laughs> back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I left the group when I was 14 uh, to pursue a solo career, and um, I pretty much did the same formula just until I got signed. And um, transitioning to Atlanta, um, it was fairly easy for me because when I got signed, um, my label was based here. So they would fly me back and forth right. to Atlanta anyway. Um, so... After that, like I just, I decided I just wanted to live here because you know I knew I knew some people out here and um, I just felt more comfortable here and it was way more opportunity here than Virginia. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a smooth transition for me. Absolutely, and I've got to say one past memory that I have, like at, like in the beginning of your early career, was um, when you performed at the uh, Destiny's Fulfilling Loving It tour. I don't remember how old I was. Too young, <laughs> but not that young. And I just remember your right. stage presence and, you know, the embodiment of, you know, the dancing and the vocals. Um, you know, tell everybody about, you know, your your training, you know, the process of vocals and, you know, dance. Because, I mean, you I really sleep on your vocals because you can really, like, tank up and down some corners for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. be you killing it with the dancing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I've actually never had any formal training. Um, like I told you, I started when I was nine, and I knew early on what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. um, it was easy for me to to just, um, I guess, you know, dive in, and I would practice every day. Um, I would go out into the garage, and my, my parents, you know, they were super supportive, so they turned the garage into a rehearsal room. So they, you know, put a hardwood floor down and some mirrors and bought a sound system, and I would just go in every day after school all summer, you know, just until I perfected my craft and got really uh, comfortable um, in front of an audience, and it came natural to me. So um, vocals, dancing, showmanship, all of that stuff was just due to hard work ever since I was a little kid. Absolutely. And when you think about, like, those times of, you know, just rehearsing and making sure that everything was, you know, down pat, how um, how would you say, like, that rehearsal, like, time that you had, like, early on and, you know, just being young, you know, has helped you to this point now? I think it's helped me keep the passion, you know, and, and keep the hope alive because I, I know that I'm I truly love what I do because of all the things that I've been through with the, the business side of it, I still haven't lost the fire and the passion for for music and performing. And um, I think that's what 
what's still inside of me is that little kid in in front of the mirror. You know what I mean? It's just like it's still there. I didn't lose that that um that passion. So I'm I'm happy that I spent all those times um by myself, you know, in, in the garage practicing those songs, you know, the Usher songs and Justin Timberlake songs and Michael Jackson and TLC. I had you know, I, I love to watch live concerts and I would pick up um <laughs> all of the things that they did and I would just mimic everything and then I would turn it into my own. So, um, yeah, that's basically right. it. And I got to say the fact that you even, you know, you mentioned those artists, TLC, uh, sure, Justin like that, Michael Jackson, like and just watching them and, you know, their live performances. I think that that definitely shows your performances. And I think a, a lot of, you know, R&B artists, it's, those are the ones that are really killing it performance-wise. Like every time you turn around, if they've not been on stage for a year, they're selling out and they're going ham. And I'm just like, yo, is this for real right now? (laughs) Like they are going in. (laughs) Absolutely. I think, I think we had good teachers, man. If you, if you grew up around that era, like, uh, you know, when, when, when all those performers were hot, and of course we had a chance to see Michael Jackson, um, you had somebody to look up to. Uh, and now, you know, kids now, they got Chris Brown and uh, Sierra, and hopefully they'll, you know, they'll name me as well <laughs> to to emulate so they can become great as well. Absolutely. So now let's talk about this um, new project that you're getting ready to come out with this fall, um, Tide Sexual, and how you came up with, um, the concept for that, because I really, I really like the um, the edginess that comes with that title, because more so like very fierce, very demeaning, kind of kind of dark in a sense to me when I, you know, when I hear mm-hmm. the name. So how'd you all come up with the uh, concept for that? Um, well, the actual name Tisexual came from um, my girlfriend. <laughs> she is um she's one of those women that were uh that was straight when I met her and um I didn't pursue her, you know, but that's where the concept of tease came from because there's right. years and out right. here that uh that say they're they're straight but then, you know, they end up with me. So <laughs> Right. She, um <laughs> she basically uh, Someone was asking her about her sexual preference And she didn't really have an answer Because she, she doesn't consider herself gay And because she's with me She can't consider herself straight So um, she told him right. that she was bisexual, And I thought that was dope as hell So I was like <laughs> I'm going to take that um, But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's basically where it came from And this, it, it what I took from that was um, You know Coming out in 2015, and I'm I'm being open about who I am. Um, it's going to take some um, some uh, tolerance from from a lot of people, and right. whether like if they if they like my music, if you're still a fan of my music after I tell you the truth about myself, I consider you a bisexual. That means that this means you're a fan of my music. It could have other meaning. Like I was on my Instagram playing around just. Uh, saying that, you know, bisexual is, you know, for those heterosexual women that would, you know, give Tyra B to business. <laughs> then, um, I didn't say that. You are bisexual, baby. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I just, right. that's that's basically what it is in a nutshell. And I just want to um, be candid about my music this time around. It's not going to be too, too, uh, 
too over the edge, you know, because I've never been mm-hmm. that artist to be like I'm not raunchy or anything like that. I just um I just enjoy good music, good R and B music. So um I'm just gonna sing about love. I'm gonna sing about emotion and and things that can resonate with all types of people from all walks of life. You know what I mean? Everybody has uh, emotions and everybody knows love. So um, we could talk about those things and we can all relate. That's true. And I think that people to the project and the fact that you're being so open and being so vulnerable, I think that now in today's um, age, I mean, you, you know that people are more so open to the fact that, you know, this person is, Transsexual, bisexual is more so of it. People are it's being more embraced now than it was then. You know, especially when you were coming out, um, you know, first on the scene. Now it's just like, hey, it, it's not shocking. Embrace people are like, okay, cool, we we love it. Right, absolutely. I think um, a lot of people have uh, have paved the way. Like I love what Bruce Jenner just did. Um, a lot of people don't have to agree with it, but they got to respect the man for coming on TV and being, being brave enough and, and having that interview. And I thought that was amazing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm trying to do in the music industry um, because women already have it hard, you know. So I'm I'm a woman, I'm black, and I'm gay. So I know I got a lot going against me. So um, <laughs> but the, the good thing is is um, I'm pretty strong and I'm, I'm pretty I'm, – I'm ready, you know, for whatever um, – support or backlash I may receive, you know, I just, I just want to be there for the people that look just like me. You know, I want them to look at me and say, hey, if Tyra V can do this, I can do this too. For sure. And I've got to even ask you, um, you know, with going along with being yourself like that, going back to your style and everything, um, you know, I like this. It's very edgy. It's very, you know, it's got some sass in there still, but it's very, it's very honest, and you do a lot of our colors. It's like, where, um, where has the inspiration been for like your like of style been? You know, since the, you know, actually saying, boom, this is really who I am, and not that persona that you guys were fooled with. I mean, well, this is this is just who I am. You know what I mean? This is what people didn't see behind the scenes when I when I stepped off of a video shoot. Um, <clears throat> I would dress like the person you see right now. You know what I mean? Like the the the, the pictures on my Instagram is exactly what's what I've been since I was 16 years old. Now it's just a little right. bit um, a little bit more tailored. It's 2015, so you know you got to clean it up and 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 look nice. Um, I don't I don't try to be too hard. I'm not that person. Um, I love being a woman. Um, I just like to be comfortable, and this is what I'm comfortable in. And um, I have a great stylist. His name is Melvin Sanders. Um, and, you know, he gets me. I don't really have to tell him too much. You know, it's just like, hey, man, not too tight, not too baggy. Just make it make it happen for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love my hat, so I always throw a hat on and call it a day, man. I'm not, I don't really, I don't really get too deep into, you know, fashion. I just want to be comfortable and good and feel good in my clothes. Absolutely. And that's, that's the most important thing. And I do like the fact that, you know, you're, you're comfortable with who you are because a lot of people, artists-wise, they, you know, they, they hide for so long. I'm not saying you ever, you were ever hiding because you didn't hide. You, you were very open, um, even like, you know, after the videos were done. But I think a lot of artists, they hide with what's the truth and, 
you know, they don't know how they're going to go out to say it or they never get the chance to say it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people definitely respect, uh, respect that out of you. Well, yeah, um, it, it actually took a lot for me at one point. When I, like I, when I was younger and <clears throat> I was pretty, um, I told you I was very, very naive. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, the label, they had, you know, they had their way of, of scaring me into, you know, not telling people or disclosing too much information. You know, they basically... In a nutshell, they would tell me, "Listen, people know you're gay. You're not going to be successful." That's basically how it was. They knew I was gay. They um, they were very supportive behind closed doors, but they were like, "Listen, um, this is how the industry works, and you're not gonna you're not gonna get too far if they know that you're gay." And they told me about situations that that they had to deal with on my behalf, where people would you know, uh, ask about my sexuality and I would I would lose certain situations or opportunities because they because they didn't believe them when they told them no. Because I think it was pretty obvious, you know, like I like you said, I was I was myself, um, behind the right. scenes because I had nothing to hide. But I remember being on the Destiny's Child Tour and um I forgot what city I was in, but I remember being afraid to leave the hotel room because I was like somebody might recognize me because I was dressed as myself, and I didn't want any rumors to circulate about me, you know, possibly being gay. And uh, my right. girlfriend at the time, the one I was still in love about, she um, she was on tour with me. So um, I just didn't want to, you know, cause any problems. But like I said, as I got older, um, I said, you know, forget all of that. Like, I got to be myself. I cannot be hiding in nobody's hotel room. Like, I'm, you know, I'm Tyra B. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not right. <laughs> Wait, you know what I mean? Like it's oh, just sure. it was stupid to me. So I just um I just told him, I said, Listen, I can't do this anymore. I know that's right. And let's um talk about um, you know, the the writing style um of this project and where you've been able to, you know, angle it versus, you know, the um previous projects that you've put out. Like where um where are you angling like this project as far as like the writing, the production, where are you um angling it? Well, I'm keeping it pretty close. Um, I'm using producers um, that I've worked with over the past maybe five years behind the scenes. I did a mixtape um, in 2013 called The Morning After. Uh, it's available for free download. Um, and I used one producer. His name was Dee Bryant. Um, I met him out of North Carolina. And, um, man, we just... We just really click, you know. So if I, when I find someone that I, I can work with, um, that's who I stick with. It, it doesn't matter if you know you're a big name and you have no placements or whatnot. I don't care about that. Like if you and I make great music together, then let's work. Um, so yeah, I'm using maybe two or three producers um, <clears throat> as far as collaborations. Not gonna talk about that just yet because um, that may or may not happen. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I'm just. I'm just um, trying to give you a well-rounded EP because I've I've never been able to put out a project um, other than that right. mixtape. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to have some stuff you can dance to because I love to dance. I'm going to give you some stuff that uh, that you can feel, um, like Still in Love, that feel-good music, like giving me a rest. Right. Oof. 
I, I'm thinking about that. Give me a rush record right now. <laughs> you give me a day of rush. Think about that. Right. I love that. He said, "What how is it?" I said, "You give me a day of rush. Think about that song and how is it performing um, that record still and seeing the response from like the crowd." Um, you know what song is the biggest response? Like people still love giving me a rush, but still in love is still everybody's favorite. Um, I can I can be totally quiet and let the, uh, the audience sing that song word for word, and I think that's amazing because you know that song didn't have major label support behind it, um, but right. it was it did so well. It was one of the most successful independent records at radio, and um, it didn't have a video or anything. So I was you know I'm still completely shocked by uh, the response to Still in Love. So I love performing the old records. Um, the only one that I don't do anymore is Country Boy because they don't make sense no more. So Right. <laughs> I don't really do that. I mean, you could you could change it up like you did on um, your Instagram that you did like a couple months true. ago, though. You could change it that way. True. Very true. I'd have to do that whole song over though. Like I might, I might consider doing a country boy remix. We'll see. Yeah, because that that's a record that I still love myself. I'm like, damn, that record was <laughs> so ill. Like you, you had the right music at the at the right time coming out as an artist, and a lot of artists don't get that. Some people they can have the look and stuff like that, but they don't have the music. I mean, they might have music but they don't have the music you know there's a there's complete difference and I think like you really like you you came out good even though you know how they had you dress true to who you are um they packaged you well though well thank you thank you I think they did an incredible job um that record was uh produced by a uh local VA producer his name was Danger Mouse um and that's basically how I got signed. He sent me a CD of songs, and I just had, I was just writing. You know, Country Boy wasn't necessarily for me. I was just writing to the tracks, and then he, he loved the record, and he sent it off to um, the label, um, and they loved it, and they saw my live performance, and they, you know, they faxed me over a contract a few weeks later. Um, so I love Country Boy just because of that, because it introduced me um, to the industry, basically. Um, so I, I have no beef with Country Boy. It's just, you know, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense anymore. But, yeah, that really makes me right. mad. I don't know. Yeah. We'll keep our eyes on it just in case. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned, yeah. Um, so you mentioned music videos. Um, I, did you shoot a music video for Tease yet, or is that something that is going to be in the works um, as the project comes together? Definitely. I definitely shot a video. It's actually on YouTube right now. I miss YouTube. It's on my uh, my official YouTube. It's um, youtube.com slash Tyra videos. I'm about to pull it up right now. And as a matter of fact, you know what? I saw, I literally saw the tease of it on Instagram. And I just like, I like what the concept was, you know, for what it is, I'm looking at it right now. Like it's it's, it's laid back. It's laid back. You know, just how you are. Um, mm-hmm. Did you come up with the treatment for this? Um, actually, I collaborated with uh, the director and producer, um, Yolan Gerald and Lisa Cunningham. We all got together. Um, I wanted to recruit the best in Atlanta, so um, I, I I got up with Lisa 
and she brought in Yulon from New York, and um, we all got together and we, we came up with the concept, and I think they did an amazing job putting it together. You know, it was my first indie project, and I, you know, I'm I'm very pleased with it. It's my baby. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely are doing the same thing with this project. I mean, you're making sure the packaging is still good, the imaging is right, you know, the quality of the music, like, especially the fact that it being R&B music, there's not many R&B artists that are, you know, making sure that everything is intact. Right, right. Well, you know, it, it takes a lot, and it takes a... It takes a good team, and so I, I just, I just had to go out and find the best of the best. So that's what I'm doing, and you know, we're just gonna keep, keep pushing. For sure. And I know you mentioned having a stylist, but are do you have a choreographer, or are you choreographing um, the routines that are within this um, new era of your music? Oh, I wish. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm more of a. <laughs> I'm more of a. Uh, you teach me, and I can I can pick it up type of dancer. You know what I mean? So. Um, okay. Uh, this guy named Xavier came in. I can't think of his last name right now, um, but he's amazing. Um, his name is Xavier, and he came in and uh, he choreographed a tease for me. And um, he did an amazing job. He 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 felt me out immediately. Um, he was like, "Okay, you like footwork, and you're really laid back." And I said, "Yes, sir." And you know, and he just he came up with the routine, and we, you know, the chemistry was amazing when we uh, when we worked together. So I'm definitely gonna work with him in the future. Absolutely, yeah, you definitely have to, because I mean, you can tell, excuse me, it's out of that chemistry as far as that choreography was, you know, really there. Yeah, yeah. It was um it was there and um <clears throat> I remember having dance auditions and the two guys that's in the video, uh, Brandon and Jay Scott, they uh you know, they were a perfect perfect match, you know. I knew exactly the moment. I was like, Okay, those are the guys, because we had about maybe fifty to sixty people come out and um yeah, they they were the top two for me. They really did a great job and um they complimented the video well. And like I said, you know, it's going to be many more videos to come, so um, I can't wait. Um, as far as directors, I'm definitely going to work with Yolanda again. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just open to all opportunities. So um, directors, dancers, anybody that wants to dance with me, if you're great, I don't care if you got a long resume or a short one, you know, I'm down to work. Because, you know, independently, um, I know how it feels. You know what I mean? Like, to not have a chance, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm opening the doors to anybody who uh, who wants to work. Absolutely. Well, Tyra, I got to say, we're definitely glad that you're back doing your thing, looking forward to this EP and, you know, just for more great music from you and, you know, because you're, you're phenomenal. I think people still sleep on you, which is okay. You know, it's good to be underrated. can't be overrated. Cool. <laughs> I say that's always a good thing. Cool. We're going to wake them up, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, so the project comes up this fall. Tease music videos out right now. iTunes, Amazon, people go download it. Um, what else is next for you? Yes, sir. You said what's next for me? Yes. Well, <clears throat> right now I am currently in the studio, um, you know, completing the uh, the EP. 
Uh, we're almost done. You know, we're about I say about eighty five, ninety percent done. And um, I'm I'm on the road. I'm doing shows. I'm actually headed out of town uh, tomorrow to go to DC. Um, wow, and, uh, you coming up yeah, more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming back home, man. DMV. So um, yeah, that's that's basically the goal, man. I'm just trying to put out this music and then hit the road so I can perform it live for these for these good people that's been supporting me all these years. For sure. You definitely got to keep us, you know, posting when you have a show in New York. I'm actually headed out of town. So I won't be able to make your show tomorrow, but definitely let us know, like, when you're in New York, Philly, or when you, you know, when you're just back up on the, you know, northeast. I got you. You know it. I got you. Well, Tara, thanks so much for this um, interview. We definitely appreciate it. Tell everybody um, where people can follow you. Your social media, Twitter, Instagram, where they can, you know, download the new single. Okay. Well, um, my social media, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's it's Tyra B, I-T-S-T-Y-R-A-B. That's Instagram and Twitter. The uh, official website is it's itstyrab.com. Um, and that's, that's basically it. You can download the single um, on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, uh, you can stream it on Tidal, Spotify. It's, it's everywhere online. So, you know, just, just look for Tyra BTs and you've got me. And, of course, the video is out on YouTube. So check that out as well. For sure, for sure. So, Tyra, can you say this is uh, Tyra? Boom, 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 boom,
Appreciate the support. Thank you. Anytime. I mean, we definitely have been supporting the other brand uh, for a long time. We, you know, I wanted you want to talk about this. You know, this brand, the hustle. You know, how, what made you want to go for you know the sound of music because I think it's very unique. I, it's definitely with the times of you know where music is progressing uh, today. What made you want to go for this? Uh. Like, I don't, I don't really know how to say it. Like, you know, I listen to the radio, and this is what people like listening to, and I just put my own twist on it. For sure, for sure. And um, I like I like the, um, you know, the sound influence. Who would you say, you know, influence, you know, what, like what artists you know, would you say, like, you know, may, maybe, you know, through, you know, the the process of recording this, uh, the EP um, and the full-length album, you know, really, you know, to be like, you know, what you know, what kind of help to structure this sound together, basically? Uh, I worked a lot with my own boy Jay Troy. He's uh, my producer and, and um, he's my uh, MD as well, my musical director. And he's also Pastor Troy's little brother. So there's that connection. Um, but it's just being in the South, being in Atlanta, and being influenced by the Atlanta sound. Uh, you know, and wanting to entertain people in the way that they like to they like to uh, listen to music. It's basically where the inspiration came from, you know, and the whole mindset behind, you know, the name and 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 what I talk about just comes from everyday life. Everybody is everybody's on their hustle, you know. You on your hustle right now. Everybody grind, you know. If you're anybody out there trying to make something out of yourself for whatever reason, you know, then this music is for you. Um, it's just, you know, again, like I said, my interpretation of it. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely do my own thing with it. I'm not trying to be like nobody else. Um, uh, you know, and that's like that's no diss to nobody, but if somebody's already doing something, then go ahead and let them do that and get out of their way. Meanwhile, there's other there's other lanes that I I felt like could be, you know, that that, that we could drive on. You know, everybody's trying to be number two, nobody want to be number one, and nothing. So, you know, I just wanted oh, for sure. to do something that I felt like was a little more fresh. Ain't nothing new under the sun, but at least we could act like we trying to be fresh with it. You know. Oh, no, 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 that's true. And I got to say, I, I can, can respect that because, you know, people have to understand, you know, as an artist and so that, you know, no matter what you're doing, you know, you want to you wanna do things that are um, evolving. You know, you want to test different sounds. You want to, you know, you want to you do something a little bit different instead of, you know, just always following what a so, quote-unquote, artist is supposed to do and just go from what, you know, what you feel passionate for. 
Yeah, I feel like as an artist, it's more important for you to follow your passion, follow your heart, because, you know, those are the ingredients of what makes a good artist, in my opinion. Like, if you follow the money too much, then you start losing the purpose. Um, Because if the work is good, the money going to come. People are always going to consume and subscribe to things that matter to them. So, you know, if you're just doing it for a check, only for so long, people going, you know, buy into it. But if you're doing it for the love, Mm -hmm. people are going to feel that, you know, and they're going to be able to put it in their lives in a real way. You know, and people ain't going to not gonna forget that, especially nowadays, like, you know, anybody, you know, could get anything for free. So what what's what's going to be a reason for people to go out and support? You know, why should I buy your product, you know, if I could just go ahead and download it? You know, and I'll turn up to it like, like right. I bought it, you know, but it's, what what's going to be the incentive that's going to make people say, you know, I could get this, I could download this, whatever, but because I really rock with it, you know, let me show my support by actually going out and buying it and coming up to the shows and buying the tickets. So, you know, you know, I feel like if you focus on serving that, you know, the people going to show up. Because at the end of the day, if the people don't dig it, it don't matter how dope you are, you're like, if they don't, how dope you think you are, if the people don't dig it, it don't right. matter. So I try to just follow the music, you know, and this is what people, you know, and I didn't make this popular, so I, you know, I kind of, you know, uh, I don't know how to accept when people say, you know, what, you know, what made you feel like doing something new? You know, how you feel like doing something new? Ain't really nothing new about this, you know. It's just something that is already out there. I didn't come up with it. The only thing I come up with is, is my own way of doing it, but exactly. this ain't new. I'm just responding to you guys, you know. True. And I've, and I've got to say, I, I respect, respect you for breaking that down because, I mean, even with what you've done, um, or, you know, what has been done with the other brand. I mean, either way, you know, it's always been something that has been truthful and it's something that has been, you know, organic because a lot of times what people do in music is they don't know how to do stuff organic. They're just like, oh, you know, let's just let's follow the bandwagon. But, no, you with that brand, this brand, like, you you have embodied, you know, um, greatness to get the truth to yourself and to your fans always. Well, it's because it's not – you know, people get uncomfortable when they do something that they can't guarantee people will rock with. You know, you got a lot of people that chase gratification. You know, and don't get me wrong, in this in this business of entertainment, like that's what that's what you 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 know you want people to dig you. You want people to like what you do. You want people to cheer for you and you know and praise you and you know give you all types of you know compliments and stuff and it because it feels good right you know it boosts it boosts your confidence and all of that like i'm i'm human so i i you know i do look for that you know and and, in some way but i don't let that drive my my motivation i let that i don't let that be my motivation i don't let that be what i do it for you know if people dig what i do cool that's what's up i feel like you know i've done my job but if y'all don't I still feel like I did my job because it's not contingent on anybody's approval per se, you know. It's a it's a matter of me doing something I feel is necessary. You know, I wake up in the morning, I don't know how to not do this. You know, and it's only for so long mm-hmm. that I can keep living out of facade, trying to live up to a person's expectation of me. So I can't really get mad at nobody from creatively frustrated, which I ended up being until I just started doing me. And you know, people gonna dig you or not and you know, everybody ain't gonna like anything that you do. That's life. I could deal with that, sure. you know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't what I what I have a hard time dealing with is living out something that's not really me because I want people to like me. Like I don't 
you know, I felt like, you know, business-wise, that's what I should have did just to, you know, you know, keep something going or whatever. It just more and more throughout the year, I started realizing that that's not a real thing, you know. If you just keep allowing people to lead you to believe that you got to do stuff a certain way to make people happy and all of that, it's like, you're not really making anybody happy, you know. You, 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 you're fence riding, and you're not really leaning towards either way. So it's like, don't nobody really know how to take you because you're just trying to be safe. I'm not interested in being safe. I want to be, I want to be an inspiration. I want to inspire people. I want to, I want to have a positive impact. I want to push the culture forward as much as it possibly can. You can't do that by trying to please everybody. Everybody ain't gonna get what you do. Never mind like what you do. Everybody ain't gonna get what you do all the time, but when they do arrive to that moment where they was like, mm-hmm. when they get to be like, you know what, that dude was on to something back then. You know what I'm saying? If you get right. it eventually, that's what's up. Then I feel like, you know, I served my purpose, you know, but you can't think about right now all the time. You got to think about the potential of what you what of what you do right now, of how that can affect the future, you know. So, and I'm and, I, and I'm saying that to say like, I don't. I don't I don't try to be like everybody else because trying to be like everybody else you never really be who you are and I feel like it's kind of disrespectful to your gift to not live out and maximize yeah. off of what what God bless you with cuz you're chasing somebody else's you know whatever. Oh, that's true. That is so true. That that kind of hit close to home for me because I try to tell people all the time no matter what you're doing in life if you the most important thing that you have to do is live your dream and live your life, not live somebody else's and what they do. Yeah. Because it, yeah, ain't nothing, because yeah, ain't nothing wrong with being inspired. Yeah, ain't nothing right. wrong with being inspired, man. Like that's that's what we are. We we are we are all representations of what we were inspired by. You know what I'm saying? Like let's not get right. it twisted. Everybody got it, got what they you know how how to do what they did. They they learned they learned it from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So let's not get that confused. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even talking to that. Everybody's inspired by stuff. I don't. I just oh, don't yeah. think that. I just don't think that it's. It's fair, to who you were inspired by. If all you do is take what they did and do exactly what they did, like. Now you're just being lazy, you know. Like you should take the inspiration and try to push it forward. It's like running a relay race. And the person that ran before you give you the baton, and you go to you go back the other way. It's like, what? Like that don't make any sense. No, go forward, yo. So, right. So let let's um talk about you know the story with the, you know the EP and then the full length album. Because I know you know with the other brand with your music, you've always had um. You you've always told a story, but with you know this brand, the hustle, you know and. More so, the album you just put out, and then the EP. You know, something. I what what story were you um really trying to convey uh, with this project? Or did you like you know kind of get inspired from? I never really thought about it from that perspective. Like a lot of the stuff I do with, you know, with this is just it's like a I say I call it a graceful freestyle. You know, I just do whatever comes to mind, and I just kind of dust it right. off to make it pretty a little bit so that it don't sound like confusion. But I don't really think about it too much. I do. I, I do what I do, and I do what I do in the moment, you know, so that it, it's as authentic as it could be according to how I feel in the moment. I'd like to keep it, you know, as raw as possible. That way, you know, you'll get my full intentions 
behind it. You know, I I, I learned that when you tweak stuff too much, mm-hmm. you kind of you you compromise the whole point because you're trying to make it too perfect. And that's the thing about this industry. Everybody trying to be so pretty, man. It's like okay, you 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 cute, but what what's your point? Like, it, it why? Great, <laughs> why? But okay, and what does what does that mean to me? You know, so in order to make stuff matter to somebody, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let it be what it is. You know, and that makes you vulnerable and a little exactly. exposed sometimes. And people like to nitpick and criticize, but if you got, if you're willing to waste time nitpicking and criticizing, then this ain't for you. Because if you can get past the nitpicking, you'll realize that it's still great. It's like, you know, you know, you get, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, uh, uh. I don't know. Eat, eat eat a slice of pizza because you know it's not a full triangle because you know the guy at the pizza shop might have cut it wrong and it's like nah it's not really a triangle. So I'm like, bro, is you hungry or no? You know what I'm saying? Why? Because if you're hungry, you don't care about the shape of the slice. You're gonna eat the slice because slice. you're hungry. Exactly. Yeah. So if you got exactly. So if you got time to nitpick and bitch about it, man, like then it's not for you. Just leave it. Just, mm-hmm. just leave it, yo. That is so true. And and you literally spoke from within because I tried to I say the exact same thing. Like, what you were thinking for? It, it wasn't, it's it like, it, uh, uh, I mean, you hit, it, you hit it right on the snare. You hit it right on the snare for me. You definitely did. Yeah, I just be so trying to like about, keep it straight up with people. That's all, yo. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the problem nowadays. People don't know how to be straight up and I, and I, I mean, I definitely always respect the fact that that's how you've done it. You know, you always keep it 100. Boom, this is what it is. This is what it's not. And if you if you don't like it, too damn bad. I'm, I'm giving you so that truth. And you can take it how you want. Run, fall, crumble, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's still all right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just used to always babysit people's feelings because I felt like you had to be diplomatic and, and political about it, you know, don't say stuff the wrong way. You don't want to turn off your your your, your audience or, or, or rub your, your fans around. It's like, wait a minute, hold up. If y'all really my supporters and y'all should understand where I'm coming from. And if y'all if y'all get upset because I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be nothing else. I'm just I'm just being honest. You know, I'm just telling you how I really think and feel. You know? And if you can't handle that then your issue ain't with me. Your issue is with yourself. Sure. You know? No, that's true. That is so true. So can we talk about the um the single, yeah? Because um, I absolutely love that record. I know a couple of my Thank friends you. and colleagues, they were like, well, that's my record right there. I have to say from this hustle project, which everybody needs to go download. Um, yeah, please do. Please the free do. Up and, 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 the, and the full-length album, too. Please. Yeah, hustle music. Yeah, and the, and the EP, the pre up. Yeah, please get them all. So now with that record, um, kind of tell me, you know, the kind of, the story behind it. Uh, again, like I was just in the studio and I just did the first thing that came to mind. Um, it's kind of like a a, a, a two part concept. One, you know, it's me just introducing people to your, to the idea of who I am and what I'm about. You know, so the first verse is talking mm-hmm. about you know, how I am about my bread. And then the second verse is, you know, how I am about, you know, uh, 
social interactions of the female persuasion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. Some people, they, they're so sensitive when you say stuff a, a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, you ain't got to be all like that. You're like, okay, calm down, yo. It's not that deep. You know, so right. the first verse is like, you know, I, I'm not, either we're going to get some bread together or we're going to have to miss each other with it because I'm not interested in wasting time. And then the second verse is pretty much, you know, either we're going to, you know, either we're going to get this work done or, or not. Like, because, I mean, I'm not at your neck about it. Like, it's cool. There's plenty of other fish in the sea, but I'm entertaining you right now, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, beg you for it or, or try to pressure you about it. But it ain't going to be too many of these, you know, talks or whatever because we both grown and we know what we're out for, you know. And if you're not interested, then cool. Just let it be known. That way I can just go, you know, I can take my exit and try, you know, take go somewhere else. You know, but people have a bad habit of stringing folks along because of whatever benefits they feel like they're getting out of it, but that there's no reciprocity. You don't want to, there's no give back. And I'm not saying, you know, to anybody that's listening, like, you got to give it up. You ain't got to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's not fair to lead people to believe that you finna do it, but then you don't because, you know, you trying to see how much you can get out of it before blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just whack to me, man. And that's not just a female thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes be hanging on oh, the exactly chairs, the male you know, leading them to believe, you know what I'm saying, like it's going to go somewhere and they want to get mad when she get mad when it ain't going nowhere. But, bro, you wasn't trying to do nothing with her to begin with. So it's like, just leave her alone, yo. Right. That is so true. And I and I try to tell people that, like, you know, we like it because, again, this is another reality record. <laughs> It's so true. Like, I, I, I've talked to my male friends about the same situation. They're like, yo, like, what the F? And then talk to my female friends. They're like, yo, what the F? It's like, what are y'all, what is y'all mental when it comes to this? Yeah, it's just, I think it all boils down to, you know, being considerate of the other person, you know. So the message with the hustle, you know, is basically doing, you know, doing your best to be the best you under any circumstance. And and that a part of that means not allowing anybody to discredit your worth, you know, whether it's right. about whether it's about money, or whether it's about you know, you know, relationships, you know, know your worth, own that, you know, and demand it of people to respect it, you know, and if they don't, then you know, y'all just gonna have to miss each other with it. But people don't know how to, I don't know, they don't they don't know how to find themselves. You know, and, and, and be confident within their own thing. You know, that's why they, you know, be chasing other people's stuff. I don't get it. Sure. Me neither. But on that note, let me ask you, in the before I ask you about another record off the um, album, which everybody needs to download right now, Hustle Music, iTunes, yep. Amazon, all that thing right there. Y'all got to go yep. get it. Um, let me ask you, like, you, your opinion as far as, like, you know, just music uh, in general. And people within at that let me back up what I'm about to say. In the music industry, do you think that people get so caught up into not knowing what it is they want to follow, and they go follow you know whatever people doing in this life? They like what, what's your opinion on that? Because I, I I personally see it a lot, and I don't see that it works for others. But when they do do it, they don't do it in such a unique way where it's like, oh okay, I'm not looking like. Britney Spears, I'm not looking like NSYNC. Right. I'm not looking like 
you, I, I, you know, I'm just naming people, but you know, what what is your take on that? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I got a lot of stuff I could say about it, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll be trying to keep it cool. Uh, ultimately, I think, I think, like, if people would spend less time. You know, judge. I feel like we in, we we live in a world. You know, socially. You know, it's a, we just live in a, a culture of, of of judgment. Like, it's so many people who are so right. quick to judge, man. You know, but they but but their judgment be so baseless because it be it, it's like it's it, it it's be it be spawned out of ignorance. You know, because how are you gonna talk about something you don't really know anything about it? You know, you got a lot of. You got a lot of music critics out there, for one, you know, let's say. But if you try to have an intelligent conversation with them about music, like, you can't because the intelligence of music is limited. So how do you respect a person with a limited education or intelligence on music when they make a negative comment or opinion about something? Like, I, it's hard for me, you know, to, to listen to what you're saying right now because you don't really understand what it is that you're talking about. You know, you got people that live this thing. Like I live this music thing. It's been my whole life. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't seek approval. You know, but I'll be, right. I'll be a liar if I didn't say that it would be dope if people. You know, if I didn't say, if I didn't say that I didn't think it would be dope if people would dig what I do, I, I do think it would be dope if people dug what I do. But if you don't dig what I do, you got to understand something about me. Like I know what I'm doing. I know that what I'm doing is good. Not because I say so, but because if you cross-reference it with with other people who have done it before me, that I've studied, that I learned from, with that I'm doing what I'm doing according to, then I I can't listen to what you're saying. So now I got to take into consideration that maybe most of my audience members they don't really know, you know, like you just said, what they like or what they what what they what they're into. They because they're so accustomed to being told what's good, rather than thinking for themselves, you know. So what I do is I do my best to represent the alternative, you know, with what you are, what you are used to, but in a different way so that maybe you might be like, okay, this sounds familiar, but it's not like what I'm used to. And instead of saying, because it's not like what I'm used to, I'm not going to mess with it, say, right. hey, I think I might like it more because it's not what I'm used to because now, I, you know, I got something to, Something else that I can entertain, but they don't well, do that. Like they they do they do the different. yeah they do they do the first thing. They say yeah it's not what I'm used to, so I ain't going fool with it. Meanwhile, y'all gonna complain about the state of music being redundant or being stale or you know everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody doing the same thing because that's the only thing y'all want to go support. And people got mouths to sure. feed, yo. So they're gonna follow the bread. Mm-hmm. That's real. Oh no, I don't know what you want from us, man. You know, we give you new stuff, you don't support it. We give you the same stuff you support it, but then you complain about it. I don't understand that. I, I just don't understand that. Me, I haven't been able to understand that either myself because I feel like why can't people understand that in time with music that you that people re- progress, artists progress. Nah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed music. to. Nope, nope, you're not supposed to. You're, you're Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse, and you're supposed to say the same my whole life, exactly the same. You're no different than the cartoon character. 
You know what I'm saying? And they turn up on you when you just be a real person. <laughs> you know? And I just be looking at people so crazy. Okay, think about it like this. What if somebody came at you the way that you coming at me right now? Nah, that's different. You a celebrity. You support? No. That's where you got it messed up, man. It's not different. Right. I'm a person. I'm a person just like you. But then if I start acting like a celebrity, then, oh, you are Hollywood. You acting like you better than somebody. Wait a minute. So... You you get to choose, pick and choose when I when I can act like a celebrity, huh? <laughs> people are funny. Right. They are. I've I've had encounters with people that be like, oh, why why you act like you know like you're above and beyond, but then when you be all chill and mellow, they be like, oh well, what 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 do you want? You want me to turn up or do you want me to be like a marshmallow? Nah, like, yo, I'm a person. Yeah, you like, you I'm will see guys they gas station. You will see me up in Walmart. You will see me doing regular people things. I'm a person, people. Like, calm down. Like, it's not that deep. Right. You know what the thing is? I think people are always getting confused just because I, I look at it like this. Me personally, when I look at people, our fellow people in the industry, I look at, I, of course, I look at us as people, as, as regular people. I look at us that are, you know, people that have a different occupation. It's like everybody Yeah, no, nah, hey, everybody don't look at it the same way. Right. It's like we all make it get a check somewhere, somehow. We're all normal with, where does it say that we're not? It's what I, I always ask the question to say, what? An occupation? Okay, so that makes us a, a Martian. That's what they categorize. <laughs> Martian. <laughs> I mean, they do. It's like you know, you got you got your, you got your Martians, you got your aliens, you got your monkeys, you got your cats, you got your dogs. It's like you just you just we just you put us in a pit with all of them. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I I I don't you know waste too much time and energy trying to figure folks out. You know, it catches me off yeah. guard sometimes, but for the most part, I just keep it pushing and 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 just continue to do me. You know, I used to, I used to try to like you know, leave room to try to understand that, you know, and all it did was, like, leave me more confused. So after that, I was like, you know what, just do you, man. You know, people going to dig you or not, you know, but that ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you still got to do what you got to do. So that's why I, I, I choose to focus on. Sure, sure. So now, um, we um, let you go. I got to ask you about this record, Turn Down with uh, T-Pain and how that kind of came about. Yeah. That came about actually when I first started, um, you know, because you know I use a lot of auto tune. At least I could have did, because I'm moving on. A, I'm moving in on homeboy's territory, so I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to thing using all this auto tune." I want you to think that I'm trying, you know, you know, be a jerk about pretty much using your lane, you know. No, T Pain exactly. didn't invent auto tune, but let's not let's not act like we don't know what it is, you know. T Pain made auto tune popular. You know, or at least but, but nobody sure. made nobody made auto tune more popular, uh, made auto tune popular more than T Pain. Like you can't say T Pain without thinking auto tune. You know what I'm saying? So I actually reached out to him. I was like, "Yo, so I'm doing this thing uh, where I'm using a lot of auto tune. Not only you know, am I just giving you a heads up, and it's not like I was asking for permission, but just out of respect." I was just letting them know, like, yo, this is finna happen. So I don't want you hearing a song with me doing this thing. It's like, really, nigga? Like, 
that's that's who right. that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So not only am I just like giving you a heads up out of respect, what will really, you know, get you know, get folks is if we just jump on the record together and he was about it like like say no more. Exactly. You know, and he did his verse first and I was like, Oh, now I gotta think about what I'm gonna do. I mean, you know, I didn't expect all of this, you know. So, but it's dope because it, it pushed me to be, you know, that much better at what it is that I'm doing, you know. So, I got nothing but love and respect for T Pain, you know, and I'm definitely looking forward to doing more with him. So, you know, keep your eyes and ears open for that. For sure. So now, with this, with the project, are you going to be doing any uh, music videos that we can look forward to? Uh, you know, due to the fact that it's indie and it's, I'm on, you know, my pockets records, uh, exactly. uh <laughs> I'm, you know, I, you know, I shot a couple of things, um, and I, I was going to release it, but you know, iTunes kind of changed their policy a little bit. So there's, there's a different timeline on releasing stuff. So, um, that's been kind of tricky. You know, I got, a, I got a few videos already shot, but I want to release okay. them as a total package. You know, rather than one by one by one by one, I kind of want to do a whole big thing about it. So, gotcha. You know, so you were going to try to release. All right, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning back into My Fierce Things Radio with you, one and only rock star on the mic, David Dwayne. And yes, we have one of our favorite R&B singers on the line. With, I said, I said favorite, and y'all should know who she is, Samia, and she's back, and she has her new album, Love Life, coming out. Very soon. How's it going, Tamia? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for this interview again. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So, new project. Um, the last time, actually, you know what? Let me take a little step back. The last time we talked, Beautiful Surprise came out, and you were getting ready to go on tour. How was that whole experience, you know, touring with that album for as long as you toured for with it? Oh, I, I mean, anytime you can go on tour, is I love it. Um that's actually my favorite part of, uh, of of being in the business is performing. Um, you know, I like the studio, but anytime you can perform and 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 obviously the songs take on a different um, you know sort it's a different experience every time you perform the song. And how would you say like the fans really reacted? You know, this time that time around with um, that project and you know with you touring. Oh, it's 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 great. I mean, you know, it's always it's always all love every time I sit and perform. Um, and like I said, I feel like you know the songs take on new life when you perform them live, and and each song kind of in in different cities is a little bit different. But um, it's always all love, so it's it's a good time. Absolutely. So can we talk about this new record you have called Stop With Me? Because, oh, my gosh, Tania, it is so stuck to me. Love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love it, too. Love it, too. Polo the Don, uh, he, he wrote that song, and um, I... I had a great time performing it and recording it in Atlanta. We actually recorded in Atlanta. But it's so sweet. It's very, it reminds me a little of like officially missing you or something. It's very kind of um, sweet and angelic and, but still very sexy. How's it working with Polo to Don? Because I mean, he does a lot of big records and, you know, I always hear, you know, nothing but great feedback. Oh, yeah. Polo uh, uh, actually. He had um, run into my husband several times in Orlando, and they, I guess between the two of them, had always talked about us working together. So um, when I did work with him, he's like, oh, yeah, Griffin and I would talk about you, you and I doing this for a long time. 
So uh, I guess uh, they 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 knew that it would be a good thing. So um, when we got in the studio, it was it was all love. You know, it's all um, we have. A, we had a great time. Um, he kind of gave me the song. I went in the studio, recorded it, and uh, and uh, it's a great it's a great it's a beautiful sort of sultry song. Absolutely sure. And let's also talk about um, your new label situation with Destin. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt. So what makes you want to um, go with, you know, Def Jam this time around uh, with your album? I know they were very excited. Is that more so like your reason, you know, of signing with them? You know, they were very excited. And, and that in turn made me excited. Um, and they really were there really you know from the beginning they let me know listen we're here just to support you and what you you know what you want to do you know how, where do you see this record going what kind of record do you want to go in and make um and from the beginning they were they were sort of just kind of right there they didn't try and take the reins or turn this album into something that uh, i no longer recognize they were kind of just right there um you know, beside me and let me know that they were there if I needed anything. So it's been great. Absolutely. And they are really pushing Spark with Spark with this project. How does it feel to have, you know, such a uh, heavy machine of promotions, you know, going in with this project? Oh, awesome. It feels awesome. You know, 20, 20 years later in the music business and six albums in, to, to, to have the excitement that they've shown for this project, um, it makes me feel really good. Absolutely. And let me say, I love, 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 love the concept of this, this, this album for you. Uh, love, like, it brings positive vibes to me. It makes me feel positive. You know, when I have a slight, you know, negative situation, they be like, oh, you know what, David, to me, this album is called Love Life, and it comes out. <laughs> right. And you are going to love life. Yes. I, I, I do that little rhyme thing, thing going on there, but I just. I yeah, I like that. <laughs> Thanks. I gotta say thank you so much for having such, you know, a positive approach with this project. Because I mean, it's definitely needed in thank you. just in music in general. Yeah, I mean I think I think it's all about having fun and having a good time and and being positive. We all have stuff that we're dealing with every day. You know, um and I think music should bring a sense of you know, um, it should make you think sure, and there are certain records that will do that. But um, there should be elements of, of, you know, having a good time and, and escaping a little bit. Um, you know, and certainly love life is about is about love, obviously, um, but it's also about loving life, and um, and that was important to me. For sure. And you mentioned escaping. Um, what what negative things with this project? They might have happened in your previous project. Did you say that you had to, you know, escape like fear-wise? Would you say? Um, you know what? Actually, you know, the last two projects I did independently, so um, you know, that was that was certainly a learning experience and things like that. Um, this this project because um, Def Jam was there, I was allowed to be more of the artist. Um, you know, when you're doing an independent project, you're like you're like everybody rolled in one. Um, so, um, you know, this time it was like, okay, we're gonna, be, you know, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna be the artist. And um, so it was refreshing, actually. 
which was probably why I was in a very good, happy space when recording this album. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so excited for this album because I've been in a, in a happy space and just listening to um, also your your other single, um, Sandwich and Soda, I was feeling really positive. I was like, oh, yeah. And, for, and I just love the title of it. Great concept. Who did you work with? Thank you. This, uh, that record. Um, well, Sandwich, Sandwich and a Soda was done by Papa Nook. Um, and they did another song on the album, which you're gonna love, called uh, "Love Falls Over Me." And um, and there's another song on the album called "Lipstick" that you're gonna love. I mean, there's there's some there's some songs on here that I can't wait for people to hear. I can't wait till June 9th so people can go out and get it because I think you know there are some songs that 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 aren't out yet that people are gonna love. I'm sure it is because you always have great projects that you know I. I'm going to tell you, I was at your show last year, Valentine's in New York, and the reaction oh, yeah. to the crowd from, you know, just records from Beautiful Surprise was outstanding. I was just like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Because me, I mean, I, I, I've loved your music since I was a little boy, like I had told you in our previous interview, but I didn't know that... Like, I didn't know that your music impacted so many people like this. So when I heard everybody singing along all the songs, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm not alone in this space. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, that's also why I like performing, too, because you get a chance to connect with people through the music. And also, you get a chance to sing songs that may not have been a single, but that are, like, people's favorites on the album. And... And, you know, it lets me know, too, that people supported the entire album. I don't do projects right. just to have one good, one or two good songs on them. You know, there are songs that I love that, that have never been singles. There are songs that I sing, like Still, that have never been a single. But, you know, they're, they're right. a record that people want to hear when they hear me perform. So, um, you know, it's important that, that the entire body of work that you're proud of, not just one or two songs. True. And and let me ask you, because a lot of people in R&B music, what happens is they are, you know, trying to sell an album. They put a lot of fillers just to say, hey, I know we've got a certain lock-in date for this project. I know you don't do it, but how do you feel about the artists that do do that, especially within R&B music? Um, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, do people really do that? I'm not sure um, how I feel about that. Um, you know, for me, it's all, like I said, for me, it's, you know, I've always had songs on my projects that have never been singles that are popular songs um, that people want to hear. So I, for me, I feel like it's very important that you don't put anything on a project that you wouldn't be proud of, you know, because it'll be that particular song that people love. And you're like, ah, oh, I can't stand that song. But um, right. <laughs> you, know, you should always put songs on projects. You, you should always put songs on projects that, that that you'll love um, and that you'll love to sing, you know, years to come. So, um, you know, it's it's important. I don't I don't believe in fillers. Yeah, definitely. And I and I've had those cases where I've interviewed other artists and they'd be like, I, I was that was the last song in the project, but I really hated it. We didn't even really want to put it on there, but now everybody likes it. And I think even when in those cases, sometimes it it, it happens in a good sense and then it happens in a worse sense. It depends. On yeah. How, oh yeah. You know, the quality of that song, ultimately. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, if you can, 
if you if you can get if you can get a song that you hated and it does well, you will learn to love it. But um, <laughs> you know, but but oftentimes, you know, um, you know that that doesn't happen a, a whole lot. Um, right. But you know, it like I said, if it was a song that you hated and everyone loved you, you'll learn to love it. <laughs> <laughs> That is so true. So I just got a couple more questions for you, and I'm curious to know about your upcoming music videos that you're going to be putting out with this project. Right. Well, I just did so, Sandwich in a Soda, so that's out now. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to be doing stuff with me uh, soon. So, um, yeah, those are always fun. Videos are always fun to do. And now when you do your videos, do you personally write your treatments or do you allow um, the video director to go ahead and go forward with writing a treatment for you? Um, it depends on what I um, what it is um, I feel for the song, like for Sandwich in a Soda. The only direction pretty much that I gave him was I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it, I saw myself kind of, you know, just very like, like fun, just not not so serious, and certainly it wasn't really about a sandwich and a soda, so I didn't want a literal right. video, <laughs> but I wanted a really kind of I wanted a really kind of relaxed vibe um, video, you know, just really sexy though, but but very smiley and sweet, kind of you know Janet Jackson I think was the best at that, very sexy but yeah. still very smiley and approachable and. But but still had a very sexy element for it, and she was kind of playful, and so that's how I wanted it to be. Sure, and I gotta say I absolutely love that video, and I feel like a lot of people should take notes to the your music videos and the storylines that are within it because it definitely tells the story. And I think nowadays there are those artists that are missing the storyline or even within their music. What, you know, where's the story? What? Where are we connecting? And I gotta say, right, thank you, thank right. You, thank you for keeping that consistency within your music always. Oh, uh, uh, thanks. You're welcome. So now I know that the album comes out June ninth. Um, I know you're going to be touring, yes. right? You're going to be going out on the road again. Yes, I'll definitely be I'll be touring. We're we're finishing up that stuff now. I have a few dates. I just got back from uh, South Korea yesterday, and I go to Canada. Um, and then obviously I'm doing some TV and things like that. I'll be doing Wendy Williams on the ninth. Um, so, you know, just really right now doing a promo kind of tour, but I will definitely be touring, touring, um, soon. For sure. Well, I'm looking forward to it to me because I mean, you always, you know, you go in. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) I'm just so excited and congratulations on, you know, this being your sixth album. Thank you. All the best you know, to you with this project. I appreciate that. Thank you. Anytime. So, Tamia, before we have you go, um, tell everybody where they can follow you as far as, like, your social media concern or where they can pre- um, pre-order The Love Life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Love Life comes out June 9th, and so certainly look for me, um, you know, leading up to the 9th, you know, to be doing some television and radio and things like that. Um, the, you can find me on Instagram at Real Tamia World and on Twitter um, at Real Tamia World and, um, and 
and on the net, <laughs> real to me a world. So it's not easy. <laughs> Absolutely. So thanks so much again to me. Yeah. Please, please, please. please. I'm Thank doing my little you. West Coast thing right now. You got to let me know when you're in L.A., New York, or Philly, and I would definitely come through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, I will, for sure. All right, well, thanks so much, Tamia. You have a great rest of the afternoon. Thank you. Um, congratulations again. You too.